grab a blowtorch and your bankroll. We're going to set it on fire, throw it into the street, run it over and back over it. Just taking these bankrolls and destroying them. By the way, no house advantage promo code dumpster fire <laughs> when you do your first entry. All right, JKNKC, big brand, and I'm Brady G in the place to be. We're talking main slate GPP plays for week three in the NFL. Finally, I had a decent week cashed in most of my tournaments. And I mean, hold yourself. Sit down if you're not listening, sitting down. Sit down now. I think I made a profit of $35. Nice. That's right. Big day for me. Lots of green. So we're going to try to keep it rolling. We'll go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Then we'll talk the hometown Chiefs coming up. We only have so much recording time on this free Zencaster account. Uh, and certainly the DFS plays are not paying for it. So let's get right to it. Big Dojo with his quarterback calls of week three, please. I don't know that we talked about the uh, pass funnel that is the Tennessee Titans last week on the pod or if that was just in our group chat after the fact but i am going to again try and take advantage of that and start mr deshaun watson um i think a lot of people are going to be doing the same thing they did last week with josh kelly and uh throwing jerome ford in there maybe a few liners with kareem hunt i am going to attack with deshaun watson and a couple of his past receivers instead that said i'm also trying to attack this uh Minnesota and Chargers game because I think it could be a high scoring shootout. I'm game to go for either side of that. Real quick, I was just trying to see if Kareem Hunt is actually available in the main slate. Is he? I have no idea. Well, let's find out now as I pull up the Dumpster Fire Sports League in DraftKings and it looks like he is 4,600. How does that make you feel? I mean, I'm out. Guy hasn't been playing football all year. He's a running back. He could go off. Who knows? But uh, like I said, Tennessee's a pass funnel. We watched Josh Kelly absolutely uh, drop a deuce in his shorts last week, and I don't want to be a part of that. I'll go because um, Joe took half of mine. I'm going back to Herbert again, the Herbie stacks. He's got a lot of good stack options, but limited. Josh Kelly had, I believe, one target. So he's just not in that Eckler role. I don't believe Eckler is going to be back this week. So I like Herbert in a game that could be back and forth. I don't know that I want to call it necessarily a shootout, but I do think that with the good stack, the lower ownership on Herbert and the good bringbacks. I like starting there. Also, I like CJ Stroud. He w had the most passing yards. Maybe it's junk time, but I don't care. Junk time points count the same as any time points for a quarterback. He led the league in passing yards last week. Very cheap stack if you're stacking around CJ Stroud. And I'll talk about the wide receivers coming up, but Nico, I believe Brandon said him last week or the week must have been the week before. I can't remember. But Brandon called Nico at one point, and he's having quite the season so far. They're all on the cheap. Tank Dell, 3,600. Nico Collins, 53. Uh, CJ Stroud, 53. Bobby Trees, 44. Uh, Dalton Schultz, 3,700. So, I don't know, man. I think um, that's a good place to start against Jacksonville again 
good bring back options on the other side. And I do think there's a lot of options there for that. That game could go nuts. And I think Jacksonville doesn't like to lay off, right? They like to press the score if they can score. And I think they need a big win. And I think this might be their week to really go for it, which turns into more garbage time. Brandon, quarterbacks from you, please. Hey, I just want to say don't drink Mountain Dew. All right? Okay. <laughs> Uh, week number one, that was really fucking bad. That was, it was bad, bad for, for everybody. No, no, you guys were spot on for week I don't one. Think so. Week two, I think I had quite a few good picks, but I wasn't here to tell you. But it doesn't matter. We are dumpster fire, and that's what we do. So I'm going to give you some dumpster fire. Let's go. So my flyer this week is Justin Fields again. People are like, "What, Justin Fields? How's that a flyer?" Well, that team's bad, dude. I'm just – maybe it's just me, but I'm going to keep riding the wave until he just goes off for like 30-some in a tournament. You think it's going to be against the Kansas City Chiefs who are top three defense in the league? I mean, that's fine, but the Chiefs' offense isn't isn't playing as good as they normally do, and they're not going to, which is what I predicted earlier in the season. So don't be surprised. We'll get to it later, but I don't I don't think the Chiefs – this game's going to be a lot closer than people think, in my opinion. But Okay, okay. So if that's the case, don't you think it'll be lower scoring? The Bears aren't putting up a ton of points. The Chiefs' defense is good. If the Chiefs' offense isn't good, it's going to be a low-scoring affair, right? This is just a football take. It has nothing to do with numbers, which I like the numbers. I've been watching you guys all season already. You guys have good numbers, but – Justin Fields has played two eh, games, and he's getting about 17 points a game. Okay, whatever. But Chiefs haven't taken anybody like him yet. I mean, they played golf, and who else have they played? Trevor Lawrence? Yep. They haven't, they haven't played against a quarterback that runs for 60 yards plus a game. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't think many people are going to take that, which is why we're talking GPP. Um, I'm just giving you my flyer. I think that's a good little stack. I had a stack I sent you guys, but – I also think on the comeback, like a like a play you should play is Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they scored nine points last week. That offense is too damn good to be nine points. So mm-hmm. I don't mind Houston stacks. I've been preaching last week. I said Nico Collins. Even I wasn't on the pod, but I you did. Game. We he, said it. I believe we yeah, said it's it. All good. No, it's all good. Like we're just this is how we are. We're dumpster fire sports. That's what's <laughs> up, bitches. But. So last, I mean, here's the thing with C.J. Stroud. That's what I did in my my fantasy league. I drafted him and like three of his wide receivers, and they're on my bench. I did play Nico Collins in my fantasy league, but they're going to be playing and throwing the ball 45 times a game, which is great. I just don't know if it's worthy of a stack this week against Jacksonville. I do think that Jacksonville is going to come back, and they're probably going to put up like 40 points this week. So... Not many people are talking about them, I don't think, from all the pods I've watched. So this might be a good comeback week with uh, maybe some Trevor Lawrence with some Ridley and Christian Kirk, who Joe loves. Joe loves Christian Kirk. As I mentioned him in our group chat. Uh, oh, he's awesome, isn't he? He's, he's He's number two. Uh, just saying. I'm just saying, BDJ. Okay, so, dude, while you're on a roll, go ahead and give us your running backs. So last week, I don't know why. I, th- I just figured Houston would be up against the Colts, but Anthony Richardson proved that wrong, so I took Damian Pierce. I think this is a week where – I think Joe mentioned it here earlier a few minutes ago, that, or maybe it was you, Brady. Um, I think it might have been you, where people are going to go back to Josh Kelly. I don't think people are. 
Um, no, I don't think anybody's going back to Josh Kelly. I yeah, actually, which is like why that. I think you should go to Josh Kelly in this situation because Minnesota is just awful. I think this is a week to do that because everybody's off of him because he screwed him over. Not that he did, but that offense just has too many weapons. I think this is a week you need to play Josh Kelly. Okay. Obviously, don't play Nick Chubb. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, brother. I know That's you fine. had so many bets on that. I mean, no, an insane amount of bets, an insane amount. Right. And so one other one I might consider, I don't know. It all depends. This is kind of a flyer. And it sucks because I drafted him in my league. But if Cam Akers, who just got traded today, doesn't play at all this game, look for Alexander Madison to have a fucking huge game just because I'm waiting on it because his first two weeks have been very bad. Sucky. Yes. But I'm just saying like as a flyer, he's not that expensive. He's only like 5,800. That's overpriced the way he's played the first two weeks. It it has been, but because Cam Akers is there, it's almost like a competition thing where, okay, here he comes. He's about to score 26 fantasy points and nobody drafted him. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. Well, I'm just so. I'm, I'm giving a flyer. That's all I'm doing. I just I'm with you. I don't like it, but it's one of those like, hey, if you want to take a risk, go for it. It could be a pivot. Joe, running backs. Let me just touch real quickly on Joshua Kelly's situation. I, I actually love that situation this week because of just what you said. Um, when a guy is super chalky the week before and just absolutely falls on his face, I uh, love going back to him in the next week if he's in the same situation. Uh, the situation that I was talking about was the Jerome Ford. I mean, he could do all right this week, but he's literally playing against the same team that Joshua Kelly was playing against. He's a super cheap running back. He will probably be super chalky. He could do all right, but that's the situation I'm going to avoid. So the the couple players that I'm going to play that I think are a little too underpriced this week, one is Mr. Miles Sanders. Uh, he is $5,700 this week. The guy that I love to follow on Twitter that just keeps throwing out knowledge, not to throw throw some love at people that aren't on the pod, but uh, Z- Sal Vetri, I believe his name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, running back carries and target leaders is McCaffrey and Pollard, both with 50, Derrick Henry, 47, and then James Conner and Miles Sanders, both with 43. Is Sal the guy that's always like puts everything in a thread? Yeah. Yeah, he throws he, he throws a lot of threads. Ah, why? I know, I get it. Okay, it's marketing. I do like his advice. I do like Miles Sanders. Listen, if if nothing else, it's just the straight up. It's here's the information. Here are the stats, and the fact that Miles Sanders is seven targets and carries short of Christian McCaffrey, and he's what three grand less this week, right? Almost. I mean, Christian McCaffrey not on the main slate, but Tony Pollard also. At 50, and he's at 8K. I can get Miles Sanders for 5,700. It's kind of an insane drop-off. Joe, what do you think about the uh, Chiefs situation here with uh, Pacheco not practicing? I don't I don't even know if he'll play. We know that they love to have the committee. We, we don't see them go to one main guy for all the touches and targets. I mean, if we can for sure get six, seven, eight targets to McKinnon and six, seven, eight carries, then sure, I'm all in on it. But... We don't know if if he's going to get eight targets or if he's going to get three or four and CEH is going to get three or four. Like, yeah, their backfield is just such a impossible situation to figure out that if you get it right one week, it could win you the slate. But most weeks it's going to 
I'm just thinking like the Bears defense isn't great and like Aaron Jones lit him up in the passing game. So yeah. I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is McKinnon's week to like get a couple tutties and you know, he's cheap. Like if you want to throw a throw a dart throw there as a comeback, if you really like going off of what I said, like, hey, play the Bears, you never know. Yeah, I mean and forty five hundred isn't gonna kill you if he if he goes for ten to twelve or whatever. Right, right. I mean I'm I'm kinda on that Joshua Kelly train with uh Mr. Mountain Dew over here. Um <laughs> Like I said, You're I think it's just a great back, spot Joe. for him. He's going up against Minnesota defense, like Brandon said. Um, he's he's still going to. I don't think the- people know my name is Mountain Dew. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think people understand why. Fine, if they listen like- to the episode one, they'll know why. They'll get there. They'll uh, get there. Yeah, <laughs> it replicated into my DK, which was a big fat zero on the day. That was, hey, Price Picks picked me up, but DK, oh shit, man. Yep, head was spinning, mouth was slurring. Okay, so you guys aren't going to like these running backs. So one, I'm going with Ford. Um, There's some narrative along with what Brandon said about Madison. Ford now has Kareem Hunt breathing down his neck. He looked great. Um, I don't think that Deshaun Watson looked great. Their plan is to run the ball, obviously. So I do like Ford. Um, This is probably as cheap as you're going to be able to get him unless Kareem Hunt takes over, but this is his best spot. So I do like him. Because last week, the two of us were talking up the chargers and talking about how it was a great stack because joshua kelly was going to be so high owned you don't think that jerome ford is going to be extremely high owned this week he's gonna be super I, high on this i week. don't know that that's true i don't know that that's true because i do think that um let me look him up right now i know it's only thursday night right now stochastics projecting him for 10 percent which is not that high. And I think some people are going to be on Kareem Hunt, and I don't think he's going to be the factor that people expect. Right. But I think Joe's right with the pivot. I think Deshaun Watson is going to get more like QB carries. No, he stinks. He doesn't want to run the ball. He doesn't want to get hit. But now he's going to have to is my point because people – He's not. Well, if you think about it from a football standpoint, they can't worry about Chubb because he's not there anymore. So – He's going to go back but to Ford pass. Ford looked He's just to as good. Ford looked just as good. Deshaun has not played football in so long, and I'm taking this straight from ETR, not Levitan, but uh, Shane Gillis one. I mean, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just telling you that. Like, I mean, he took. He does not want to get hit. He's so skittish. That's how he gets two face masks. He ran for 45 yards and 22 yards, so it's not like he's not running. Right. Exactly. Oh. Now I, you, I, I, I bet you give him an extra five yards per game doing that. Now, at least, like at least an extra couple, two, three carries he's going to take. I like Joe's take on it. It's the opposite of what people are thinking. I mean, I get that you're saying Ford, but. Well, the numbers don't say he's going to be highly owned. And Deshaun Watson, yes, maybe he runs for 50, but he's not throwing the ball. He's throwing it a little bit, but not having a lot of success. They're winning off defense. Right. I agree with you, Brady, on like the way that they call plays because Stefanski just calls running plays nonstop. But he's not doing designed runs for Watson. I'm talking about Ford. Like he's still gonna like just plug in somebody and still act like it's Chubb, is what I'm saying. So I can see why Right. And that's what we saw in the second. That's half. where this is kind of a fifty fifty, so I agree with Joe, like, this is a really good GPP play playing Watson, but at the same time, I think that Ford's just going to be way too highly owned for you. I mean, according, again, again, we don't know at this point, right? And I know it's a little bit early, but 
Running backs higher owned. Sanders, 20%. Pollard, 16%. Etienne, Stevenson, Madison, Kenneth Walker, Pacheco, Mostert, Bijan, Eckler, and then Jerome Ford. But again, it's early in the week. My other running back, Zach Moss, he's right under Ford and projected ownership at this point. I think if Anthony Richardson does play because of the concussion, we're looking at a possible pitch count. I think he's going to be a lot more hesitant to run because you don't want to get concussions back to back if he does play and he might not. Zach Moss looked really good, scored a ton of points, and he's coming in pretty cheap. 5500 not as cheap as Jerome Ford, but still pretty darn cheap. So looking at the lineup that we've all, like just the players, I feel like this is a week where you can pretty much punt on running back and just pick a couple guys that are probably going to have some potential and then focus your, I don't know. I mean, I don't see any running backs. I even Pollard, like against Arizona, I don't feel like, I mean, he has to score like 24 points just to, you know, beat even yeah i don't know i mean do you guys i mean i'm just looking at the, sl- the slate of running backs i'm like okay well this might be a chance to just take a few punt plays just try it and then focus your energy on wide receivers tight ends this might be a double tight end week brady oh yeah we'll get there hang on let's talk uh, wide receivers i'm gonna go with my herbert stack I do like Mike Williams. He projects really well. I do like him to go with Herbert. Like I already said, I like Nico. I like Tank. I think there are a lot of options in Houston that are cheap, make for a good stack and good bringbacks on the other side. Now, I know I already said Ford, and I was just beaten up on Cleveland, even though I have a bunch of season-long bets, but Amari Cooper was super impressive the other night. If I'm wrong on Ford, then Amari Cooper is going to have a day because Cleveland doesn't have a lot of other receiving options. The thing is, because Deshaun's not throwing the ball great, he's having to make these really, really tough grabs. I mean, half of his yardage came on these high wire, on the edge of the out-of-bounds line um, catches right with the defense in his face. It's not like he's getting majorly open or Watson's hitting him when he's wide open. So that scares me. But if you don't like Ford and you do like that game, I like Cooper. Uh, Joe, wide receivers, please. I don't know why this guy is getting projected what he's getting projected, to be honest. Um, I know he is the the more of a big play threat in this offense. Uh, Mike Williams is getting projected through the roof by uh, ETR right now. So I feel like I need to throw him out there. I don't know that I would want to play him in cash just because he's not mm-hmm. your normal cash game receiver. But he's being projected ridiculously high right now. I, I don't know if it's a mistake or if they just love him this week, but uh, Mike Williams looking looking good. Um, other than that, I, I think a lot of people are going to do exactly what Brandon was just talking about, which was punt at running back and be paying up for these high-end receivers. I don't hate going down into the cheaper realm and going with this Houston stack that Brady's been talking about. I also don't hate going with uh, Jaden Reed if we still see that Watson is out. I, I believe he caught a touchdown last last week and actually had a half-decent game. He's still under 4K, so not a bad way to save some salary there. And then you can pay up and make yourself different with running backs and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, week one and two, he's gotten 13 targets, and he's 3,800 this week. Not, hmm. not a bad way to go for me. And that's where I'm looking for now. Brandon, wide receivers, please. So if I'm going to pay up, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to avoid 
Justin Jefferson, even though he's like he's unguardable. But honestly, if I'm I don't understand these teams like just double team the guy. Like, there's nobody else there. So, yeah, he'll get his maybe 100 yards a game, but uh, just stop him from getting the end zone. So, I think somebody that's been performing but hasn't had, like, just outrageous numbers. I love C.D. Lamb this week. I think that you could see him go for a couple tutties. Uh, Any of the Jacksonville receivers are fine. I think there's pretty much two of them since uh, Joe's boys hurt. Uh, Zay Jones, I don't know if he'll be back or not. I'm not sure, but I'd probably, if you're going to double stack the Lawrence, what I'm talking about. But there's one interesting one, I think, this week, is if Richardson's not back, I kind of like Michael Pittman this week, if Richardson's not back. If Richardson's there, I don't know if I really like him. He's kind of a flyer. But with Minshew there, I think you you see a lot more targets downfield. And Pittman's just a big, big wide out. And I love Mike Williams. I don't know. I think everybody's on him, like Joe said. So I will say, in regards to Mike Williams, if you compare ETR's projection versus Stochastic, they're wildly different. So Joe could have been on to something. It could be a mistake, but we'll see. Joe, uh, I don't believe you've started off yet, so or maybe you did, running back. Let's uh, hear your tight end picks. I think I'm going to go fairly cheap at tight end this week. Zach Ertz has been just eating up targets. Hasn't done anything after he ate up the targets, but uh, he's been getting enough targets to put up enough points that he is a viable option at 3,500. Other than that, I think I'm looking high, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to separate myself with, with these uh, tight ends here to go like a Travis Kelsey or TJ Hawkinson in that high-scoring game that we think is going to be a shootout. I'm going to second that emotion, mostly because Taylor Swift energy. She makes everything better. She makes music better. She makes bracelets better. She just improves everything that is in her orbit. And even if the rumors aren't true, I'm still going T Swift Energy 87 to the moon this week. Uh, I do like him. I think him not being in week one, he kind of burned people with his price last week, right? He didn't have the numbers we expected for the price he was at. He didn't have a typical Kelsey week, correct? He, I mean, he got in the end zone, but other than that, I, I think he maybe had another catch or two. He did get yep. kind of – He got like 26 by, yards and a touchdown. That's it. He did get screwed by a couple of penalties, but – The other way I'm going is Tennessee's um, tight end, Chig Okawanku. How do you say oh. that? Did I get anywhere close? I mean, you gave it a shot. He's 3,200. He has a decent ceiling. That's essentially a punt. Brandon, tight end, please. Right, and I think this is the week we go double tight end. I love this it. This is the week you're going to see. It's There's like two weeks throughout the year. I think this is the week. I'm just calling it now. Okay, um, I'm, not it. So much, I'm not so sure on Kelsey. You never go wrong with him. But uh, Hawkinson's pretty priced up. But the dude, like I mentioned in week one, is just getting targets. He's getting a lot of looks because Jefferson's such a beast. And Addison's actually playing pretty well down the field. So you got your deep threat. So... Hawkinson makes total sense against LAC uh, if you're going to go high. But I, a couple mid-range guys I really like, Evan Ingram and Cole Komet. They both are getting pretty good amount of targets and are not super expensive. And if you're going to do the Trevor Lawrence stack that I mentioned earlier, that might be a good one to go with, like maybe Ridley or Kirk. And then like that Fields one that I'm going to take a flyer, just a total flyer GPP on on a single entry. I'm going to go with some Justin Fields going to Cole Komet. Chiefs can't guard a tight end to save their life. Sam Laporta 
tore him up with like eight catches or some shit like that. With Cole Komet getting six to seven, you know, targets each game, that's not bad. And hopefully he just falls in the end zone. So I'm kind of going mid-range there, but I, I don't think this is a bad play to play a couple of tight ends. I really don't this week because running backs are kind of oof. I got one more tight end real quick. Go ahead. It's a super punt tight end. He is $2,900. Dylan Smythe. Mm. How do you know who here. he plays for? He's, Miami. he's Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. He's out here running a lot of wins, friends. He's ran the fourth most routes of any tight end in the league as of now. Um, week one, he had seven targets. Week two, he had three targets. He's got three balls each week. 2,900. Can't really go too terribly wrong with that. Could be a good way to pay up at other positions. So I have to go play Uber driver for my kids. So we got to wrap this up. Rapid fire Chiefs Bears recording time, which is Wednesday evening. Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Give me the under and the Chiefs money line, which is essentially Bears in the point and the uh, Bears in the 12 and a half. Joe, what say you? I'm going the same way. I think Chiefs win, Bears probably cover because that's a big number. And uh, I don't know that it's getting over because I, I just don't trust the Bears offense to do it. Brandon. I'm a Chiefs fanatic, always have been. But I think the Chiefs struggle once again. Defense plays well well enough to keep it close but i don't think the chiefs win this game god you're kidding me no i'm not i okay. think you struggle with this with this whole division this year and i don't think they can figure it out and the only reason i say that's because that's matt Nagy's team and matt Nagy can't call an offensive play to save his life that's insane well i've been right two for two this year on chiefs picks so i'm gonna go back i'm gonna run the tape back and see you, actually oh, you, might you, you, you said I didn't have one last week, and I said the Jaguars. Oh, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, I said the Jaguars keep it close and make the Chiefs suck, but then they All won, right. which was fine. But Well, hopefully you're wrong. Thank you for listening. Check out the show notes. Find us on Twitter, Dumpster Sports Plus. We do have the DK League where we run $1 tournaments, and you can come take our money. We'd love to see you there. Uh, for JKNKC, find him on Twitch. For Big Brandon, find him in the Mountain Dew aisle. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Can we get can we get some sponsors? Come on, Mountain Dew. I'm telling I'm you, I've been drinking your shit nonstop. Let's go. I'm Brady G in the place to be. Good luck this week. Go catch you a bag. No, no, bros.